Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello everybody and you're all very welcome to the Tommy Hector and Larita podcast which this week is going to be called Ben Fiekel. Yes, Just get it done. Ben, ben Fiekel. Let's get it out of the way. And um, it's slightly awkward with people sending things to the house. Because uh, <laughs> you don't want to be encouraging stuff. But something beautiful arrived last week. It's a photograph of three sheep in a field in Mead, which I know doesn't sound phenomenally exciting, but it's fantastic. We'll take a picture of it and we'll and share it. Flip out. around there, and it's by a lady called Caroline Quinn, who does fine art photography. I think she is she from Bechtiv. Is that what say there, Hector? Uh, Where's that? But it's uh, yes. Perspective and me. Karen Quinn. Perspective is a beautiful part of the world near Robinstown and it's about 10 miles outside Navin by the river. It's a beautiful Isn't that, isn't that lovely? Picture, Will we put yeah. this Gorgeous. in the hen house? Yes. yes, hang it somewhere. Superb. Yeah. So we've had a big adventure this week. Well, that's it. I mean. So I, was, I start with my adventure? Yeah, I was going to say, what did you get up to for the week? Because normally let's, we don't chit chat. Well, I got down to something more. Why, not, why don't we ask each other, how do, what, what were you at for the week? So I'll. Um, you kick it off there, Tommy. Friday night, and you both know this now, so I'm not telling you anything new. Friday night, about half past eleven. Such an old person. Such an old person thing to do. I fell all the way down the stairs, uh, head over heels. I had a glass of whiskey and a book in my hands, so when I slipped, I couldn't grab onto the banister. And I just was gone. And I've busted my leg and my chest and my neck. And my voice. My voice yeah. Is kind, your my voice, voice is gone. kind of sensitive, isn't Why it? Why is your voice like that? I've, I've hurt myself into sensitivity. You have. You've dented your, your <laughs> vocal cord. Yeah, so that's happened to me. Can we have a little reconstruction of this? Because yeah. I'd like to know the last... I wasn't, I wasn't drunk, just in case that's on your head. I was not drunk. How many glasses of whiskey did you have? I'd had one, but I'd had... I had a full one in my hand. A full, tremendous and glass. In my hand. Did you spill it? The first thing I did was spill it. Oh, Jesus. You should have and opened your mouth to see if um, got it. They say leading up to that, they say an awful lot of accidents in a car happen in the two to three minutes when you're nearly home because you think your brain starts Switches relaxing. Oh, so let's, let's, can we exactly drop this for Delhi crime? That's exactly what happened. Um, we have antlers hanging over the front door. God knows where they came from. But I, in order to kind of balance out the karma of the antlers, I thrown an old Tibetan scarf 
uh, that I got off a llama who lives above in Champaling in Cavan. <laughs> he's the he's the second or third in humility to the actual Dalai Lama. Like he's Not he's one of the boss men. But they've been fled out of Tibet, you know that. So they went traipsing all over they the world. Beho Tibet. Beho of it. And they went to Calvin. And they went no, they went to Scotland first and then anyway. Calvin. And then he went ended up in Jampaling. Now Jampaling I don't think is the Calvin name for the area for the parish. I don't <laughs> think it's Jampaling. Jampaling, yeah. That's the Tibetan name for the, oh. that part of Calvin where they're at. Okay. So he gave me this white scarf. You know, the Dalai Lama's always throwing white scarves around people as yeah. a kind of a blessing, you know. You've probably been there, Hector, on your... I've never met the Dali himself. I've often got close... No, we were going to go to the sacred city for the la- la- the Lama is, the Dalai Lama is, but we never... I was only in the Himalayas, the sacred areas of... So Kathmandu. you didn't get a white scarf? I didn't get... I wasn't in Champa Lampa either. So, anyway, so I had thrown this uh, Tibetan uh, blessing scarf on the antlers just to to kind of say, look, if anything bad happened in the getting of these antlers, let this scarf redress that. That's very thoughtful. And then we balance things off. Very thoughtful. Now... It's coming up to Easter. So my wife decided to throw up these um, a kind of a, a Easter eggs woven into a kind of a, 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 a thing. What do you make baskets out of? Reeds. Reeds, yes. Yeah, so rushes. Of, rushes. So rushes. Straw, yeah. Straw, rushes, reeds yeah. in a kind of a shape with Easter eggs bet into it. And she hung that on the antlers as well. But I'd never seen it before. So what was happening, I was coming down the steps and the antlers is high up in the wall. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <gasps> you know, yeah. I was, couldn't make head nor tail out of it. And I, I was wearing socks and carrying whiskey and had a book in my hand, a book about God. Oh. And then what I did is I missed my, I was wearing socks and I missed the, I came down on the curve Jesus. and I was gone. Jesus, and Tommy, gone all the way and down. you went head first, like you, 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 you went oh, forward, like yeah, you were going forward. Obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. I fell all the way, all from the second step, all dum, dum, and dum, it's dum. a curved stairs is, as well. Yeah. So I was kind of you went round the bend, and I was delivered then out into the floor like a helpless, like a baba, roared now me, and not not crying, roared. Kind of, ah, ah, where was everybody? Was there pandemonium in the house? No, Yvonne uh, panicked. What were you doing? Oh, 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 my leg! <laughs> so we, we, we had to mind each other. Right, I, had to, yes. I had to talk her out of the pandemonium and she had to... Did you ring the doctor? Did you call me, the ambulance? Ease me into pain relief. But So I said, I said, give me... Uh, I was kind of cranky. So I said, give me some cowball. No, I said... Who put that fucking thing up in the address? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said, give me ice and pain relief. Ibuprofen. No. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so it's basically from just below the kneecap up to me, up to the top of the But you broke thigh. nothing. I broke nothing, but it's muscle has come off, bone or tendons uh, are stretched or something like Tommy, that. you were very lucky. What about lucky. the ribs? And I got the ribs, the ribs are done in as well, yeah. yeah. You're very, very lucky. But the ribs wasn't from being hit. The ribs were from some kind of weird stretch that I did in the in the fall. Like it's a big stairs. It is a big stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the moment... And you didn't cut your head, hit your head, knock your... You didn't get... Stitched. No, I was, as I was falling, I was just focused entirely on the whiskey in the glass. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky the glass didn't split and cut and, you in the And went to my neck. Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, drama. The, the, of course, that, I think that, was, that, that, that was my drama over the week, so I'm so limping. what happened then, like? Well, uh, then... Um, I just uh, very difficult night Friday night and then seen by the doctor on Saturday over to John Butler's sports physio uh, on the Saturday for two dips John works with a lot of jockeys so two dips into the 
the freezing freezing baths. Uh, bit of ultrasound work. I just normal old shite, you know. But I'd be limping now for a while. I get a job in and the car park. And I wouldn't park mind. But it was only at the weekend you decided you were going to do an ultra marathon. You sprung that one on us. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, the week yeah. before the you were saying, country. "Oh, I'm, I'm never doing any exercise." Welcome into the land of relaxed muscles. Rela- I'm never yeah, getting, yes. never getting hey, into a gym so life talk again. Talk about roundabout Robin. And what were you, you going to bring us with you like? Were you going to let us know to get ready for us? Yeah, so, sorry, excuse me. If, no, this is the Saturday night again. That's what you get now for... Let me tell you this now, right. Double if, crossing us. Right, if an I old, think I'll do a marathon. If an old person asks you to help them across the road, what do you say? Yes, I'll bring you across. Okay, so if a blind lady says, will you help me run from y'all to Galway, what do you say? Say yes, of course I will. So that's what, exactly what happened. Okay, well, let's was. Well, he won't <laughs> be... <laughs> you put it like that. Well, he won't be going with the dodgy tie... No. <laughs> so that was my few way. days. Were you traipsing again? I was traipsing. I was traipsing. I have to say hello to a painter. One second. Keep No, you go first, Lorita. Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, you know, after St. Patrick's Day, I just... Well, you got the shout out from the president. Ah, for no. God's sake. Did your this... world go you upside down? You had to down? go and fall down the feckin' stairs, didn't you, Tommy, on some Friday and ruin it all, like... Um, did your world turn upside down when that happened? Well, I wasn't actually even watching it. I was in the car and the next thing I got, like, phone calls and text messages and, oh, my God. And I was like, what the... So my brother rang me and he said, you're after getting a mention by the that. the man himself. And I says, "What do you mean a mention?" I thought he was going to go through the the Blewitts and the you know the family connection, whatever. And he was like, "No, no, he mentioned you specifically." And I was yeah. like, "What?" In what context? And obviously, I watched it back, and it was you know, I mean, that's pretty incredible, isn't it? It's amazing. Was it emotional for you to hear it? Very, yeah, it was actually. Yeah, I got a bit, uh, I got a bit teary when I heard it, like because it. You know, and I think another thing that was was nice for me on that happening is that you know you'd be kind of talking, oh, I'm related to the president, oh, I know him, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. But you know, people would be like, oh, yeah, right, like you hardly yeah. know him. You know, who knows the president? And then the fact that he just shouted out my unprompted. name, unprompted, unprompted, and like my you know, just and yeah, Marita. yeah, yeah my, doing great and then work. and then poor Joe obviously fell up the stairs on the plane on Thursday and you know it was a bit of a I tell you one so thing it was a day for it was a week for stairs it was I tell you one thing it's easy enough to fall fucking downstairs but when a fucker can fall upstairs that's that's some that, going that's living that's, that's living, living. <laughs> the shout out went global yeah it was it was class like um but isn't I don't it? know, like, it's brilliant. Um, I, You know, if you knew it was actually coming, it wouldn't have been as exciting, yeah. obviously. But, yeah, Leon uh, Martin was above in the corner. He was nodding away, call. like, as if he knew what as was going on As if he knew Larita. Yeah. Well, he better, yeah. he better be listening be, to the podcast. Well, he better. He'll have to start getting to know <coughs> me now. Be like, hey, when he comes in to knock. I thought Joe was going to say, uh, my cousin Larita uh, does a podcast. Well, Hector, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tommy. Uh, <laughs> keeping everybody She's in good doing... spirits for all that during lockdown. I don't listen to myself, but it's a little bit uh, crazy. Yeah, he could have weeded it out of it. She's maybe. doing Trojan well, work. Don't forget now, lads, next year, with God's help, that Tommy doesn't fall down any more oh, stairs. Okay. We'll be over there. Next year, yeah, we'll have to watch that for in St. hotels. Patrick's Day. Tommy, can I? When you've seen the stairs again, have you gone back have to the gone? scene of the crime? Have you have you cordoned it off? Did you do fingerprints? No, have the crime scene been in? I tell you, I'm going to have words with that fucking them rushes. That you haven't and let the antlers when they come off the fucking wall, yeah, and the antlers. The words had, but the funny thing was, and so there I was roared and screaming, and uh, and half an hour later, I'd calm down, and I knocked uh, on my daughter's door. She's fourteen. <laughs> And I said, I'm all right, by the way. 
And she says, oh, I thought it was the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're weak now, Hector. Uh, You've I been traipsing. I was traipsing around the country. Quick synopsis all over the country, care, uh, down to Cork, uh, Fermoy, and then down to Cork, and then over into Clonakilty, and then over into Crosshaven, and then across into Waterford, and then Jesus. up into Carlow, up into Mullingarn, and back into Gold. Good farmland. I was up in Carlow, and I was driving through this Sc- lovely... Scallion country. Scallions? Mad for scallions. Yeah. Carlo. Carlo. All over. Oh, it's scallion the... capital of the world. Yeah, yeah. There'll be fellas coming over now from Africa, India, South America looking for the secret of good scallions. Scallions. <laughs> scallions. They have scallions on what everything in Carlo. Scallions in the middle of the mashed potatoes. I love scallions. They're like, they're like gay onions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Do you know what Do you, they, would you like a bit of scallion in your They're fancy sandwich. onions. They're just beautiful and they have a lovely, they're light and they're kind of, but yeah. It's, yeah. There's no sandwich in the world that that isn't better off when the scallions in it. The yeah. green bit or the white bit? Lovely, but oh, the green bit is just for flirting with you. Oh. Like, like a dick I pick. just chop it down. It's the white <laughs> bit. A dick pick. <laughs> the white bit. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, on, onions like would be harsh. Just take off the whiskers oh. at the end. Or harsh, yes. But a scallion. Is yes. Just, like a little lift. Just throw it in a little, little bit lift. of tuna and sweet corn. Lovely. Oh, it's like a little Nying. finger rubbing off your sphincter as opposed ah. to getting the fish. But, but they're not nice after about six days. If you don't eat the scallions fresh, they get wizendy. Oh, you ever seen wizendy? Wizendy, wizendy, wizendy scallions. Wizendy wizendy so it'd be like a Mickey you'd seen in a psychiatric hospital. <laughs> Do they look different? We came up the we came up the motorway. We turned off in Bagnestown and we crossed over the River Barrow. And I went to a place called Gary Hill to meet a girl from Poland called Ava and a lad from Dublin called Owen. And he's a baker. He's a talented guy. And they live in the back of this big estate with a rent and a real sort of cool farmhouse property. And they were sitting together a couple of years ago and they said, "What are we going to do?" And they started rearing snails. Oh, so once they rearing scallions on, on Sunday afternoon. I walked in to a snail farm with 475,000 snails in a shed. The lads with the backs. And they were all hermaphrodites, by the way. Their fa- Say that word again. Say that, uh, who, sorry? They're hermaphrodites. Oh, good. They're yeah. hermaphrodites. Yeah. Snails, yeah. snails are snails fluid are. in their binary. They're either yes. sa- male or female, depending on the yes. day. Yeah. They lie in on top of each other. Uh, they shoot yeah, whoever decides that they're ready for a bit of romping when they're when they're in their love season they shoot a white arrow out of their side like Cupid into the side of the male or female a white arrow comes I thought out. they could have their own no. I thought they were asexual I thought they had their own I thought they had produced their own they gave birth themselves. They, I thought they got themselves pregnant. They gave by. birth to themselves. Yeah. No, 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 no. They're hermaphrodites. Hermaphrodites. They're hermaphrodites. They're from They can either be male or female depending on the day, and one of them shoots this white arrow to the side of right. it. And then they all join in and they all lie in on top of each other. Thousands of them. And they all read pagans. <laughs> Pagan snails. <laughs> are these the lads with the little shells? Yeah. These are the lads that are, when you lift up in your garden, they're Irish snails, the best snails in the world that are in your drain pipe, that are under the wheel of the car, that are in your garden. And what do they use the snails for? They ship them off around the world where snails are a delicacy. The French can't get enough of them. The Italians love them. They love them in Dubai. They love them in the United Arab Emirates. They love them in Japan. They crave the Irish snail. And was it a bit disgusting seeing over 400,000 of them? Where, where they he, has, he has it all a special room when it's all moist and the heat is in there. It was like walking into you an orgy walk. of snails. Were they, they little every, boxes? Or they were, no, they were all lying in on top of each other. Thousands and thousands. How could you feed them? Or what did they, they 
they feed them on the little. Would you stand on them? No, no, they're all up in there, all up in, uh, in a whole sort of a, a thing, a, a wooden thing. And then they take the eggs every three days and then they rear them in little boxes and then they bring them down to the. During the summer, they're out in the open air. And uh, an amazing story from a Polish girl and Owen, and they're having a baby soon. And then they said, We were just about to leave. And didn't they say, you stay for some lunch. Oh no, oh. I'd say no to that. Thanks. No thanks. And, oh, oh, oh. and what could we say? Oh. What could we say? Oh. Well, you've two, oh. there's two, there's two words come to mind. Yeah. One is yes, and one is no. <laughs> <laughs> we turned and what? we were all packing up, and we were like, "Ah, oh, should we may as well then?" Oh. And and Gaelic Lescargo is the name of the company. Lescargo, as the French, the French love them. Yeah. So we sat outside in the sunshine, and I feel like having a soft Mickey in your mouth. <laughs> Ah, Lorraine, oh, now, come on. Doing that, Can you imagine? It's worse than like, it's... Uh, a soft uh, Mickey in your mouth. like having a raw egg in your mouth. Never mind a soft Mickey. No, but you're chewing on something. Oh, and it's not, stop it. Yeah, so, so, so fair play to Owen. Oh. He's an ex-chef and a baker. So he, I could smell garlic, right? I knew there was garlic well, butter that's good. And parsley. And we're all sitting outside going... Why did we stay for this? Why did we stay? So there was a load of lovely sourdough bread came oh, out. Good, so good, there was good, a base. Sense, so yeah. we were going to smother them. So out comes this bowl of, of, <laughs> of snails. Soft Mickey's. In garlic sauce and parsley. Go, what the fuck they're in? I'm not eating it. And we all had, we all had the, the, the sourdough on the red. I know she got a big massive spoon and she started dolloping them out on top of it. And on each spoon there must have been 40 or 50 snails. Oh. And it was dripping down on top of the bread. And, and I'm looking at Roscoe and he's looking at me. And we're going, okay, we better do this. I get sick. So and, I, come, and, come here, and you're not you're not even filming this for the show? No. Jeez, no. Mary and Joseph. Go on, anyway, so you're just doing it for... So we just said we stay for... We show face. It's all about showing face. So up it goes to the mouth and straight in. It's very chewy. It's when you look at the picture of them. They don't look, they're black and they're just little wriggly Aww. little things and they're, they're just chewy and chewy. There was a great taste of garlic. And you know what? After a while, I was so hungry that we didn't have lunch. I started mowing into them. Roscoe went for seconds <sighs> and they weren't as bad as we thought. See, something like that, you can just swallow them. You don't have to chew them. No, but this is like a, th- a muscle. You had to chew this. Oh, you I have just, to chew I this just, down just swallowed it. And I said to your man, if I was, I said to Owen, if I was out in the middle of the forest and I no, had to survive and I was doing bushcraft and it was six days with no food or water and I found a load of snails, would I survive? He said, Hector, one of the great sources of protein, one of the great sources of protein, the Irish snail. So I am going to look at snails in a what whole new light. What about an earthworm? Could you, could, could you fire them on the pan? Uh, yeah, you could. And did they take them out of the shells? Or oh, they're out of the shells, but they're oh. just, they're, they're there. They just look like little mussels. So that's what I had on Sunday afternoon for me lunch. Let's go. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, 
you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. No, no. So we, we had flown in from Moscow. To, who's we? We and the boys, me and Rock, Evan. We had we were in Moscow and we're taking a seven-hour flight into Siberia. Yeah. Crossing five time zones. Yes. And it was middle of winter. We got to this city called Tomsk. And from Tomsk, we filmed there for a day or two. It's just freezing cold and permafrost. And we wanted to go to Krasnoyarsk and onto Krasnodar, where I had seen the Connacht rugby team about two years before that, playing one of the, I don't know how it happened, but they were playing one of the rugby games against a team from Siberia in the European Challenge Cup. Was it Kazakhstan or something? It was, no. it was Siberia and yeah. it was in Krasnoyarsk or Krasnodar, Krasnoyarsk and there was a picture of Bundiaki and all the boys in the dugout with hot water bottles and blankets and sleeping bags and everything and they got stranded there for an extra couple of days. I remember that, John. So we got to that city and we filmed there. We went to that rugby team and the boys, we met the captain of that rugby team we were talking about when Connacht came to town. But after two days in that town, we knew we were going to get the Trans-Siberian Express and we were going to be on a 42-hour train journey. Love that. 42 hours. And the train was coming in. It had left Moscow five days before that. It was coming into the station at one o'clock in the morning and we would be on it then non-stop for 42 hours. Uh, oh my God. So that would be my worst nightmare. We're trying to fucking plan what we're going to eat and what we're going to drink. But one of the stories we did before it was we were going to meet this Russian Ogliark, uh, Siberian oh. Ogliark, who had... <laughs> <laughs> Were they helping to uh, oligarch? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Are they? Do they sell if you fish? Want. Oh, please. Yes. Oligarch. Oh, sorry. So we were meeting this Russian oligarch. 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 Oligarch sounds like a fella from the Kerry. <laughs> Kerry Gale looked. So we were meeting. <laughs> I didn't even know. I've been saying oligarch for, for all my life. Please don't ever That's say that again. Okay. Don't, Ol- just don't, Ol- don't say it to people who might know what the I word said, is. Oligarch. Oligarch, oligarch. It's not really easy. I w- we were meeting this Siberian... Break it up into two. We are meeting this Siberian oligarch. That doesn't sound right. We are meeting this Siberian oligarch. And he- way better, way better. <laughs> you go at that one. Oligarch. That's fucking silly. Yeah, well, that's, well, Rob, I- Roman Abramovich is an oligarch. No, it's definitely not an oligarch. He's oligarch. an oligarch. Exactly. No, he's not. So his name was Dennis. He owned a, <laughs> he owned a garage in Clare Morris. <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> I swear to God. Dennis what? His name was Dennis Rubriafshoff or something, right? Dennis, how and weird. I don't know how Evan had found him, right? But he owns about 30 restaurants. He's a private jet. He's restaurants off Red Square. And he's a supremely rich Siberian guy. Oh, Sib- Ogliar. Yeah, Ogliar. Yeah. So, so that night we were coming out of the hotel. We knew that one o'clock that night our bags were packed. We were getting on the Trans-Siberian Express. So Roscoe, as we were waiting outside in the snow and permafrost, it was freezing cold, we were being picked up by Dennis. 
this Siberian wealthy businessman who was bringing me to one of his exclusive Siberian oh. restaurants. So there's all this sort of intrepidation and was freezing outside and we're getting ready and Roscoe then, when this lad comes, you've got to turn around to the camera and say, we're going for dinner with Dennis. So as I... So that's Osquilga, me, is Osquilga. it? So as this car pulls in, there was this, it was like an Escalade. Is that a... It was like a Sangyong, but it was more like a big Sangyong, blacked out windows, massive Jeep. Guy gets out of the front, two guys get out of the front, driver and thing, all blacked out windows. And they go, Hector? I said, yes. And your man goes, please... Walks me over to the back of the car, opens the door, all blacked out, and I hop in, and there's Dennis sitting there. Welcome to Siberia. Okay, how did your producer find this fella? He he's a very 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 famous restaurateur. Okay, his 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 restaurants are called Siber Siber. It was like Siberia Siberia. They're very famous, as in local produce, local herbs. He's the, he's he's a very very wealthy businessman. Mm-hmm through hotels, but especially Siberian restaurants. He's opened up ones in St. Petersburg, in, in Moscow, because they can't get enough of it. Wow. It's like from, a, from way, way away. So, in we get. Speaks perfect English. Security in the front with his driver. Blacked out windows. Camera was, ri- all the cameras, a load of cameras in there rigged. So he spoke to me very passionately about growing up with nothing. His parents had nothing. His dad died when he was young. His mother, going out and getting food during uh, the 80s in Russia when there was no food, even getting a loaf of bread. And how he's after that he said I swear I'm going to go and I'm going to get my education and I'm going to become a success and he's very proud of being from Siberia and Mm. making his millions there so we get to the restaurant and the minute he arrives the cavalry come out and it's like VIP Siberian style waitresses taking my jacket people are ushering me in so we were brought into the central part of his restaurant restaurant it looks fantastic and all around us were vodka bottles six or seven rows high of different vodka bottles now we knew we were going on the Trans-Siberian at one o'clock in the morning and then he goes today tonight Hector you're my guest you are, I'm going to bring you into the world of Siberian cuisine next minute up he comes with six different vodkas. This, this waiter comes in. Six different vodkas in front of me. Beetroot. Mm. Horseradish. Cabbage. Chestnut vodka. Blueberry vodka. And he goes, this is what we do before we drink, before we eat the food. Each one of these, we celebrate the traditional plants of Siberia. And I'm there, what? He goes, yes, this is what we do here. So I'm there going, no wine or nothing. So boom. One. What shot you need like? Shot horseradish. And he goes, now, can you oh. f- can you taste the Siberian horseradish? I said, yes. Next minute, beetroot. Boom. Fuck whatever. me. Yeah, straight in. So the food was absolutely beautiful. It was raw. It was Siberian. It was, he was so proud of being from that area. So we, we had a great night with him and Dennis and the Siberian. Can you, remember, can you remember what the food was? Yeah. The food came out. It was like small little fish dishes and then it was all. But it was all raw, was it? Like No, no, it was cooked. It was oh, cooked. Sorry. But he was so proud that everything he was sourcing was from Siberia. This place where we think that people should be sent to prisoner camps way back in the day. This place where we think. But it's Siber- massive though, isn't it? Siberia? Siberia is fucking the size of America. Like it's like it, we, it was five time zones we flew from Moscow to get to Siberia. Seven hour flight into this wilderness. Some parts of Siberia aren't even discovered yet. It's a frozen, amazing, 
incredible land. And in there's Tomsk, there's Krasnoyarsk, and there's Krasnodar. They've invented the Zoviraks. Zovirak, there's 15 universities now in his town and all the, the best minds from Moscow, the best young students want to go to Siberia to study. It's no longer the place where, where prisoners are sent. It's no longer the place that was the last outpost. It's no longer the place where you're sent to be punished. Siberia is going to rise as one of the great areas of the world. How though? How is it going to rise? Because they've got the best minds, they've got the best universities. It's an incredible place for chemistry, for patents, for pharmaceutical stuff, especially for the body. He says, you know the herpes virus? I said, yeah. Zovirax, he said, invented in my town. So they're they're coming up with these brilliant medical universities. It's becoming the go-to place in Russia. And is it an independent country or just like a state? like it's a state. It's a state. Uh, the Russians, the Moscow, the Moscovites. When you think of where Moscow is geographically, sure, Moscow is only two hours from Frankfurt. Yes. I mean, I was 10, 12 hours from Frankfurt. Moscow is, or Russia is the whole top of the world. And Siberia is that far flung place. Then the Vladivostok. And then you're over nearly, you're, no, you're nearly in Korea. And now, then underneath you're in Mongolia. It's just, yeah, you, everyone should take out the map and look where it is. And if anyone has ever got the chance to go to Siberia, you should, because it, every, oh, it's just an amazing place. But, and like, I suppose not many people would have an opportunity or need to go to there. Do you know <laughs> no, what I mean? Like, it's not like go, a lot of people do take the Trans-Siberian, the Trans-Siberian Express is seven days and seven nights or nine nights from Moscow to Vladivostok. Doesn't that sound incredible? I'd love to do that. It, love it, to. it reminds me of, is the train like the one that you get from Balaná to Manola? Is it like a... Now you're talking. It's old and it's rickety. So Dennis gave us everything we wanted. Roscoe was salivating behind the camera. We get the picture. And Evan was behind again going, oh, for God's sake. And I was like... And were you drunk on the the vodka? There was four or five different rounds of vodka coming through. But it was lovely. Do you know why? Just small Do you know why? Little small shot. Cold. Wow, that's credible. He says, do you do you feel the Siberian, do you taste the Siberian chestnut? But that Puchin you brought us in from Connemara that day, that was one of the nicest Puchin I've ever tasted in my life. And that would have been made from ingredients from around the area. Yes. So I can totally get that. And there were small little shots and he goes, once we had a shot, you don't go into the other ones. He discusses, you chat, you converse. Mm. 20 minutes later, you have another little shot. Now, this is made from a Siberian horseradish. The taste of my, have a taste this. Boom, intense flavours and you were getting giddy you weren't getting drunk you were just feeling nice food was incredible finally we wrapped up with Dennis and I've got photos of this we were surrounded by vodka and he goes tonight you take the train Trans-Siberian I said yes in comes your man again the waiter and he goes get these guys whatever they need as supplies for the train I said wow what do you mean I said, he said, whatever you need. Do you need food, takeaway food? Do you need drink? How many hours? I said, 42. He said, get them whatever vodka they want. Roscoe's eyes lit up. Because we were going, because we had be no We there. had bought cheese. We went into a small little grocery store that afternoon in, in Siberia. Crackers. And it's not as if you're walking into Tesco's. Yeah. You're walking into a small little tiny Russian shop and we're looking at stuff like noodles and Roscoe's found Pringles. We brought about 10 boxes of Pringles. We brought cheese. We brought some sort of salami. We had bought two bottles of wine. We had brought... We'd be destroyed after... <laughs> We, we 42 crunch. hours we brought loads of uh, Siberian beer warm beer we, I said water Roscoe said what do you want water for drink <laughs> drink we'll drink till we sleep on it I said 42 hours Roscoe oh, so we were all yuck. trying to, and we came out of this little gross we were a seven bags of shopping for a little cubicle on the train 
little did we know a couple of hours later in one of the top restaurants in Siberia that the guy was going, get these guys whatever they want. What was the train journey like? So, so before we left Siberia, Siberia, the restaurant, Roscoe, your mum goes, bring these West vodka out so the boys could taste it. So we all started getting vodka because we knew we were going to have a long journey oh. and we weren't sleeping tonight. Getting on a train at one in the morning, the adrenaline with all the equipment. So, and then I said, Dennis, could I get a bottle of vodka? You can get whatever you want. I said, see that raspberry one there? Have you got, have you got, get a bottle of raspberry for these boys. And what else? Get the chestnut. So we brought about five big bottles of vodka onto the train with us. Dennis dropped us in the, the, the Sangyong, the blacked out Sangyong to the train station. It was like something you see in a movie from the 50s, 60s. It was freezing cold. There was ice everywhere, snow drifts as the train came into the station. And you could... <laughs> there were Mongolian guys there. It looked like there was Uzbekistan UFC fighters. It was freezing cold. It was a quarter to one in the morning. I'm half tippled now with the vodka. We've got 15 flight cases, 15 bags, and they're all packed there at the platform at the side of the station. Now tell me this now, getting on the train, because yes. you're, you're, you're the star of the show. You don't lift any bags, do you? I, no, I, we fill them first, as in my vodka bag. Vodka, We fill them, go, and I did the piece. Yeah, tell me what you Tell me what you say. Tell me what Tommy show in Lower Siberia. August why show if I dotted a dough or a clay gas machin show by Misha Adul and Trans Siberian Express. Feki Mishiv Eran Tivelaga Siberia. Nervous Major Bjognach in Aka Mongolia. So get the bag on. Right, cut! And next minute it's all hell. Bag on. Bag okay. on. Bag on, sweating. But you're lying. To, you, you're not helping the bags. You're, you're, the oh no, we all help. We all what? because the three of us have travelled the world. Ah, come no, on, Tommy. You can't be. You're, no, you're I, the star of the show. You no, can't be lifting bags. Fucking tripod in, Roscoe. Quick, get that in because all we want to oh. don't break the vodka. Don't break the vodka bottles. Not at all. Who's got the groceries? So Evan, if you were Tommy now, you'd be within in first class. Unfortunately, when we got onto it now, it's like going back in time. The first thing that hits you is this immense wave of heat. And then you realise that the train is packed with people of all spices and colours and sweats. And the little tiny cubicles are tiny. And we bought, we had ordered two sleeping quarters. Sleeping quarters. Like, as you walk up the side, there's not space for two people to walk by. You have to you wait. Have, you have One to of them wait. is a spy. You get fucking stabbed. <laughs> I've seen them films. With the pencils. So yes. there's no space. You have to step it and then so up, along, up along the side. <laughs> so, 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 we get all the bags in. <laughs> so, so, was all that. <laughs> the best word I learned was how's it going in Russian? <laughs> so Evan, unfortunately, the poor bastard, there wasn't enough Don't space. tell me he got diarrhea. There, no, there wasn't enough space for him because what he booked. So he said, lads, I'll be all right. I'll be in the one next to you. The one next to him had couple of military boys <laughs> they look like they look like these fucking you know your man assassins you know about you know about Khabib that bet the head of McGregor yeah. Khabib no Mardegnov <laughs> he was the son of another ugly arc and he was in he, and as Evan walked into the place the two boys were like sitting there in their singlets and no fucking a pair of shorts on them and flip flops oh, <laughs> and they were like this oh, and they didn't speak a word of fucking English and he had to get up on a bunk above oh. them and the whole 
up over them. And then wham, wham, go, sorry, boys, sorry, sorry about this, lads. And he's trying to get his big fucking six month travel bag up oh, on top no. of the floor. And he says, Can I step on your bed? Your mum was like, Oh, and then looked down and I didn't speak a word of English, right? He had to stay. He had feared for it. over the bed for 40 hours. Afraid to go to the toilet. He was fucking shitting himself. The two boys, they're singing it some flip flops in the heat. And they're like, oh, you're a boy. And your man from you coming in. How are you, boys? He'd be fucking awesome, like. And then he, so he managed to get in. I was there, right? I'm getting out of here quick. And then we went up two doors and we had our own little. We, had, we put all the Pringles and all the cheese and all the salami and all the ham <laughs> and all the bread and then Roscoe, don't break the vodka. Four bottles of fucking vodka on the table. I had a little little bed here and then we pulled the two beds that are above us and we put flight cases and bags and tripods and cameras up above us, up to the ceiling. The <laughs> fucking heat then, we were stripping off. So anyway, 42 hours on the train. All I can describe to you is when you looked out the window, there was nothing vastness and white and snow and trees and nothing and no, there, no there, lights no people no roads no nothing was there a place for you to sit down and have a coffee look out the window <laughs> no so so we started drinking and write, write, write a poem or something yeah. so what we did Play was the finish we didn't have any we, 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 Evan had to come in come in to us because we couldn't he says your man, was he alright your man just sat there for 42 hours <laughs> like this uh, and and half, half Mongolian and half Russian <laughs> like that whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Um, and, and Evan, used to, Evan. Evan had to come in and out to us so I said lads there's only one thing to do Roscoe's like there's only one thing to do lads 42 hours let's get steamboats and we'll sleep for a few hours oh the vodka the strawberry vodka did it blow the brains out oh, it was fantastic and then we had our cans and then we started getting it. we got a little bit oh. adventurous so we went down to the little eating cabin oh oh and there was a lovely little Russian lady down there and she in behind like the CIE like that you're taking that yeah name. yeah and she in behind selling sandwiches and we were there hello kogjala 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 and she's like I, we were there beer beer because we drunk the vodka at this stage this is like six hours into it still five o'clock in the morning and we're in the middle of nowhere on the Trans-Siberian Express and we saw then in our little fridge she had about 30 small cans of Russian beer and we just sat bought the whole lot of we them. bought the whole lot after a while we were doing making towers of cans and stuff as we looked out saw nothing nothing oh, were, there, were there many like many people on the train packed packed with people in transit imagine a cousin it sounds just imagine, like imagine a cousin from Moscow going to see a cousin there okay, okay. it was just that it sounds like it's going like, to Dublin for me. It Mayo sounds like a, it, what it was like was a rural yeah. Irish train journey in the nineties, and then yeah, or even before that. And then we drank the place dry, and we went back to the cabins and we slept, and the, we got drunk three times in the forty-two hours. <laughs> Did and you have a hangover? The, oh, hangover. The second time then, Evan found out that if you paid, if you paid uh, one or two US dollars, they would give you a token to go down to a shower, which is about 19 carriages off. And it was just a basic primitive shower where you could wash yourself. Evan thought Evan was, and the Evan two was, boys. Evan um, just needed to get out of the place where your mum was just sitting there. So um, at one stage, the lady who served us the beer about 15 hours later, as we woke one of the mornings, she woke us up and we we got out. She's like knocking on doors. And I said, Roscoe, 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 tea, coffee, Roscoe. It was like Pringles and ham everywhere and there was vodka bottles. It was like the stench of sweat. We were Ugh. in our clothes and she goes. 
Yes, 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 yes. And she came in. And I remember she went up to Roscoe and she rubbed his head because he was he he looked rough. And she goes, Oh like she knew he'd hang over. She just rubbed his forehead. Tea, coffee? I say, yes, yeah. And didn't she have the loveliest? the loveliest homemade sausage rolls I've ever wow. tasted. Oh, and brilliant. she put down a selection of sausage rolls and two cups of tea beside us and she laughing because she knew we had drunk so much. Yeah, yeah. Finally, we got near the Mongolian border and we got off the Trans-Siberian Express but we passed Lake Baikal which was one of the world's biggest lakes. The, lakes, the lake went on for six hours as we journeyed by it. <sighs> It's one of the most amazing wow. wonders of the world, Lake Baikal, and it's in the middle of Siberia. And that was, we were, we were just all the way dribbling by it for about seven hours. And as, the, as you can see, as the day broke, you can just see water. It's just like a sea, but it was a lake for seven hours. Jesus. Finally, we got, to Mon- we got to Mongolia. But the beautiful thing was, Fuck. you'd stop at these small stations during the 42 hours and you'd just be... Just Roscoe get out for a cigarette and we just hop off the train in this winter frozen paradise wow. for a couple of minutes in the freezing cold and just get back on again. And uh, we got to Mongolia and it was probably one of the most amazing things we've ever done. But we'll never forget Dennis in Sibir Sibir in his restaurant going, yes, you like vodka. Tell me, was there a first class carriage on the train? Uh not to my knowledge. So if, if people are doing a holiday thing of wanting to do the, the Trans-Siberian Express. What yes. they do that for? No, because listen, it, because fantastic. It, it's just one of the yeah. one of those experiences. But there the, must be a posh version of it. There must be. Uh, I don't know the Trans-Siberian and I know since I've come back from Siberia two or three years ago there's been so many Irish people that have pushed that boat out and who are looking for that alternative bit of travel that have gone all the way to Vladivostok. Mm. But your man Dennis was so convinced that Siberia is going to open up as technology and, 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 and a, a global hub that links Moscow to the middle of Siberia and then links Japan and China. He said that this place is going to explode in years to come and that it's going to become the link between Europe and that European Russia and then Siberia, that those cities, Krasnoyarsk, Krasnada, and then the, the, the cosmopolitan world of Asia, Singapore, Hong Kong, Bangkok, because all those cities are, and China, they're just super cities. But imagine going the whole way along to Vladivostok. Wow. I know um, there's a, I think you can do the Oriental Express from London to Istanbul yes. and back. Yes, And it takes two weeks. Um, and it's, we, myself and my wife did it for our honeymoon. We did... Paris to Venice. And oh, was, nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was a little overnight thing and it was kind of, it was a bit cool. But I would love to do something like the Trans-Siberian. Can I'd you, love to. I'd love can, trains. Imagine love getting trains. on the train in Moscow and knowing you're going to be on it for five days and five nights. It's, that. It's it takes coffee, that long to go from and a notebook. And, it takes oh, that gosh. long to go on the train from Mayo to Dublin. Like, <laughs> if you've done that train journey, you've no aspirations no to do other ones. Oh... Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the THL podcast. Mind yourselves out there. Stay safe, Tommy. Get away. Stay away from the stairs. Yeah. No stairs for Tom. Everyone, be careful on the stairs. They've sectioned it. They've they've they've, they've blocked it all off with red red and white tape now. Yeah. But you know what happens as uh, as you get older, you do get it. It doesn't affect just your body. It affects your mind. Yeah. You feel mm. you feel you've lost your confidence now. Yeah. Tommy. I'm just not, I'm just like a low lad, just kind yeah. of walking around. You realise now and have a thought, limp like my uncle. Yeah. Limping that, like my that uncle. might never come back. You know, you might never you I might th- never walk I straight fucking again. Hope it I really do. Would you like, like to have a limp? Oh, and you have a pipe. And a pipe. But you know, my left arm stopped working about a year ago. Yeah. And now my left leg is going to stop working. Jesus, maybe I had a stroke or something. I know it was definitely. I definitely fell down the stairs. But I just <laughs> thinking that that I. So I would love if my left leg just stopped altogether. 
have stopped you... and you just dragged it along. <laughs> no, Tommy, that's just bad. So people just... have that problem and it's not nice. Yeah, but I'm yeah, falling down the stairs wasn't nice either, Louise. I'm just trying to make the best out of a bad lot. But I'm saying maybe in the years to come I'd be lucky enough to fall down and on my right leg and then my right arm and I'll have four useless limbs and I won't be able to get out of the bed. I think the motto I think the, the silence. The motto of the story is please be man. careful out there, especially when you're heading to the first step, whether it's down the stairs or up the stairs. Mind yourselves on the stairs. Mind the stairs. Mind the Have you ever fallen down the stairs? No, but I know what it's like I when you miss a step. Once. You fell up. How do you fall upstairs? Oh, upstairs. I fell like upstairs. Face, face first up. Bang. Yeah, I was. Um, I think it's hereditary, isn't it? Falling upstairs, but I went. Uh, Are they a breed of cattle? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was going out one night. Walked up the stairs. Hadn't even had a drink. Got to the very the second last stair. That's the damage, Tommy. That's where you fell down. As I was going up, next thing I turned around to talk to someone behind me, and I missed the last step. Fell down, put my hand out to stop me and broke my little finger. And you What's see how What's going to happen now is loads of people around the country are going to talk to us about their stair stories. I only took the baby, you know the baby stairs things that you block the kids for? Do you know yes. those, oh, yeah. those things you put on the, the bottom? Gate. The, the gate. gate. Yeah. I only took the gate off when the boys were 14. Well, Tommy should have left his on. Tommy, Tommy's going to have to put up the children's gate <laughs> at the top. Maybe we should oh, do put that the gate out. Oh, Dad's out. Oh, is Dad out of his room? Yeah. Close the gate at the top of the stairs. And you can never open those bloody Mind, mind your father. Mind your Where's dad? He's having a panic attack on the stairs. <laughs> I can't go up and I can't go down. I'm getting your walking frame. No, seriously. I'd love, I, do you know what I'd love? I'd love a walking stick. I'd love one of them old wooden ones that has a bit sure, of. Haven't you got one there? Yeah, like, one there. You need a bend in it, and like St. Patrick. Yeah, I do. I need a stick with a rubber bit at the bottom. I'd love that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll get you one of them. Will you get me a proper one of them? Like a proper yeah. walking stick? It, it was had one previous owner, but. <clears> did anyone get the fall but on she's camera? She's dead now, so. Hang on. You want to give me a dead woman? stick yeah well where's where's the stick it's in my garage and is it it has a crook at the top of it does it like a, a handle like a handle yeah. Yeah. yeah and is it uh, is this the woman that used to own the house yeah oh it's there a while now and what colour is there it there a while now it's there a while now <laughs> what colour is the stick I think it's black a black stick where did she get it like in a shop or in a hospital yeah in a shop well, you, do you want like a crutch stick would you prefer like one that you can make longer and bigger you know like or longer and smaller you know you can adjust the crutches the with a little no, bit of no I want a stick like an owl at it to have like he'd lean on it and with a and crook you, on it I think it. you need to consider wearing rubber soled shoes as well Tommy why is that not for electricity is it no it's just safer <laughs> safer Tommy. safer for when you're old no, people no. wear rubber I'm soled go, shoes I'm I might have a pair of them in the shed as well do you want me to bring them up for you uh, like are they are they special needs shoes? Or? No, they're just a dead for dead people's. They they wore them when they were alive, but they're there. Are now. they all in your sh- garage? Yeah. Would you like them, Tommy? Would you like a shoes I'd, and a stick? No, I, def- I would definitely. And like I have a one stick. of those things as well that you put on the outside of the toilet that it helps you get up and sit down. It's like a little I frame. Fucking do with that! I tell you, it's, yeah. it's hard getting up off the jacks now. Yeah, especially with your bad ribs. Yeah, but it's it's because your your age the quad is the one you push off from. Yeah, yeah I can't quads push off. off. I get, I'll bring up that too. It'll yeah. take a while for the quads to get back to normal, Tom. They might, I hope they never get back to the normal. Quads, the quads got some pummeling. I would hope as well maybe to get one of them doors for the bat. Oh yeah, the see. swinging doors. Yeah, you'd you need one of the bats that have to be elevated. You will be have to be helped into the I bat. I think if we should just put you. We'll be watching them on the show on Saturday night, and they'd be like, "I can't move my leg." They'll have them. They'll have them put in a special chair. It's hard to listen when you're in pain. Do you know what? It's harder to go to the toilet when you hurt your ribs. I broke my ribs once, and going to the toilet you can't was can't even flush the toilet with the pain. You couldn't push. Can't cough. Yeah, you can't push. Even cough. You can't get up or down. Tommy, you got an awful rattle. Can we just tell people, I, I'll bring mind up, yourselves out there on stairs. Seriously. I'll fill though. the boot next week with old 
with dead people's equipment. I, Irish people aren't used to stairs. We lived for thousands of years with yeah. no stairs. I lived in a bungalow all my life. I don't even never knew stairs yeah. till I was oh, twenty. I, I didn't. I, I didn't go up a stairs till I was twenty nine. I'm that's a bungalow a, person. I don't another, like stairs. That's another thing the bastard English fucking brought over with them. Stairs, stairs, stairs. just a and, trick and, Irish and people. And bends in the stairs. And oh, you'd never be able to get a chairlift on them stairs, you know, because it's bendy. What I, I do is I take that fucking stairs out, Tommy. And put and a slide down. <laughs> no, you should have put a landing area halfway down where you twist, like yeah. a twist and then back down. But you went the full 180 degrees round the bottom. Yeah. An awful land. I'm an awful stairs. You're anyway. Stay safe on stay the stairs. S- stay safe. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.